Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com. It's Wednesday. Wow, man, this week's just flying. Wednesday, November 3rd, 2021. Of course, uh, got NBA action tonight, college football and NHL all going on. And, of course, we got it all covered for you here every morning, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday, as well as on the weekends at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, uh, got a good show for you, and uh, get right with it in just a second. Hi, it's Mitch from PickDogs.com. Oh, for sure. These games have to be high drama. Here we go again. I'm going to go big and see what happens. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. I guess I messed up the order over here. I'll have to fix that while we're talking. But, um... Yeah, it's uh, the trade deadline came and went without any real drama there in the NFL. Um, The first college football playoff is out. And, uh, well, lots of off-the-field receivers not playing this season. Michael Thomas now out for the season for the Saints. Derrick Henry. A lot of guys are out. Well, Derrick Henry's running back. Of course, Henry Ruggs. But, I uh, saw all, even with all your belly aching about Oregon, they still ended up on the top four. All right, so. I, well, I, because the this is when the, this is when the whining really starts, right? Mm-hmm. This is when the whining really starts. A few years ago, Ohio State was in a similar situation. They had lost to Michigan State during the regular season, and they didn't. They never let them in. And I think that the situation. This is the situation with the with the uh, poll this year. If if Alabama wins out and Georgia wins out. They will play each other. If Georgia wins that game, Alabama will be out. You know, they will they will not be in with two with two losses. Um, Michigan State plays Ohio State. The loser of that game will be out. And then you know, so there's 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 probably a method to the madness there. You know, so and Oklahoma, I mean, just go away, right? Just go the hell away. Just sick of you. Sick of you. Like, I don't think it's ever happened that um, the teams that started the poll made it to the final. I don't think it's ever happened once. I'm sure they're whining in Columbus. Pretty good story there. Well, I think the, the close game with Penn State hurt them as far as the they lost to Oregon outright. They played head to head without Oregon's <laughs> best player and they lost. I mean, that's what I think them. the loss last week is what was the final. Oh, Oregon's so, looked but, better but, lo- but losing head to head against the team without their best player in your home stadium. Now that wouldn't do any damage to you, right? Well, they take multiple <laughs> polls. They have the, they have the coaches poll. They have the associated well, press. Poll, how do the coaches have... even watch the games? They don't even watch well, the just... games. They don't even watch the freaking games. And the writers, these guys don't watch the games either. I know those guys. They're the ones that threw me out of the College Football Writers Association of America. Football Writers Association of America. Same guys. Threw my ass right on out. Yep. I had a good run. Desk jockeys. Didn't, didn't, like, didn't, <laughs> didn't like my voting. Huh. Only voted for Miami players. my prerogative 
Right, it's your vote. Screwed up, let me in. <laughs> Trusted me. <laughs> it's their fault for trusting you. Exactly. I think I need a bumper sticker like that. <laughs> Anyways, got um, action tonight. Got NBA. It's pretty good last night. It's like, I think in my regular free picks, I think I hit every single one except for the parlay. The one that people seem to care about the most. And um, I don't know. The college football I thought was pretty fun. I like the way they called back that touchdown on Toledo right before the half. And then it ended up being really the difference in the game, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, if you're going to screw them, really screw them. That's what I say. Make it count. It was kind of the ref walking the ball back to the line, which is typical. I mean, it's just typical officiating. It's like, it's, you know, the bottom line is, I mean, Eastern put up 52 on them. Tough to, tough right. to, tough to cover, tough to cover big spreads. When, when you give out 52. 52 <laughs> at home. <laughs> and then the World Series is over. Like to thank all of our writers at Sports Shop Place and Pick Dogs that covered baseball all season long. No small task. Twenty six hundred games, two sites, fifty two hundred articles, plus the playoffs. Guys nailed it. Randy and uh, Ruflo, Andrew Jett, Shane, Joe B, and uh, Romanelli. Few other guys appreciate it. You guys hammered it once again, killed it. Yep, sports betting legal in Florida, just hard rock though. Um, just one sports book that's always a little bit of a problem, but uh, I think that will change over time. Just one more state, you know, that falls or joins in. Joins in. No. I think they all join in eventually. I like it's the, good tax revenue. I think Utah won't. Well, for Pennsylvania, it is. They tax the crap out of everybody. Pennsylvania is the worst when it comes to taxes on uh, sports betting. It's not even close. Same thing with licensing. Like, the licensing for New Jersey is free. For Pennsylvania, it's like nine grand. But does California have it yet? No. I'm sure they'll be pretty high. I don't know. I don't know. Illinois is free. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I would never have guessed that. Illinois is one of the highest tax states in the country. Well, they tax the vendor, you know. So I don't know what the tax rate is on it. But in Pennsylvania, it's, it's over 40%. And that's why they don't have the big variety books. They have a bunch because they were early adapters but they won't have many more adding on if they stay with that tax rate. But uh, speaking of tax rates, we've got the NBA tonight, 11 games. 11. I don't know, man. This looks like a, this looks like a tough card to me, but uh, trying to walk through it. But as easy as last night's was, um, I think today's equally as difficult. Got the Cavaliers hosting the, the Blazers. 
And the Pacers hosting the Knicks. This looks like a Bitler trap here. And then you got the uh, Magic and the Celtics. Another one. And um, Sixers and the Bull. Rod, what do you think of this? Uh, these four games. Well, for me in, in that one, I'll, I'll take the uh, Magic plus the points in that one. Um, Boston's definitely there. Two and five against the spread this season. Uh, I know Magic 0 and 2 at home, 0 and 2 against the number. Uh, I think that's too many points. Uh, I think they keep it closer than that. I don't know if they outright them, but uh, I think it's too many points. So, uh, I mean, the Magic in that one. And the other one, um, I like the Knicks and the Pacers to go over the total. Uh, open to 218, up to 219. Uh, I think. We get both offenses scoring over 110 points a game. Um, Knicks not playing as much defense as they did to start the season, um, this season, so uh, as they did last year. So uh, the changes in there, I think they're scoring more. So uh, give me the over in the Knicks and the Pacers. And the Pacers, 6-1 and one ATS, their last seven, versus a team with a winning record. So I, I lean the Pacers as well uh, in that one, too. thought you were done. I switched over to Brian. <laughs> Bring you back. You did that. You did the head fake. Putting words in his mouth. It was kind of like a little pause, right? It was like a little pause he had there for a second. It sounded like he was done and he came back. Because I was trying to remember. I had the, the, the stat I was going to read in my head, and then I was like, oh, I can't hurt. So I had to do a quick little look down. How about those betting tools over at Pick Dogs, man? Those things, uh, straight money. It's pretty nice. That's Phenomenal. Straight money, right? It's amazing. Yep. It's like amazing. It's like who knew? It's like that you know that like this, these, some of these things are like almost automatic, right? I had Michael Brantley right, for two somebody. hits last night, right? My prop and that I gave out in the VIP. Rod hit his Freddie Freeman home run. Yeah, Freddie Freeman. He hit his Freddie Freeman. I hit my. Um, You're I over hit, two and a half. Two, I, two and a half. I hit um, two. Two hits for Michael Brantley. He he had he was zero yeah. for two. He got a hit and then he beat out an infield hit and then in the ninth inning he let off with a hit for the second hit. He let off with the hit, yeah. yeah. Beautiful, just how you draw it up on the telestrator. Brian, what do you got going on here? For, uh, yeah, out of that excuse. out of that grouping of games here, the Cavaliers. Uh, a very rare successful road trip, I think three and two. And it wasn't it wasn't easy teams that they knocked off. They're a scrappy bunch there at home getting four and a half. Uh, people seem to be making love here to the Blazers. But uh, uh, to me, I think it's a three-point win here for Portland. I'll take the four and a half in the Cavs. Joe Madden, what are you thinking? Um, I agree, actually, with Brian in this uh, Cavs game. I can't. Uh, take Portland minus the points when they have been terrible on the road. They're 0-5 against the spread in their last five road games. There's no way. I think uh, Cleveland covers the spread at home. And then I have to go against the Magic. I'm not liking what I'm seeing out of them. Um, the Celtics have covered the spread five out of their last six meetings in Orlando. So give me the Celtics minus the points in that one. I'm going to have to go against Joe in that one. I, I like the Magic in that one. Um we're not. We don't have to sing the magic songs. But, you 
still, it's playing in my head. It's yeah, it's there. It's there. I believe it, man. <laughs> I think the Celtics are still massively overrated whoa, by the books in whoa, their mind. Whoa, it's my <laughs> You know. Never believe it's not believe so. It's not so. Any song that has whoa, 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 I like. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Oh, no. So you like uh, the, the Backstreet? Or was it? there's a new kids on the block that are like, yeah, whoa, he's a, whoa, whoa. He's a big new kids whoa, guy. Whoa. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> if they do the whoa, 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 I'm in. It's like. I forgot about that song. Any, there's a lot of whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a lot. Like, there's a lot of songs that have it. I listen to serious radio like lately when I've been working out in the morning before the show. Yeah. It's always like, you always get like an odd mix. I listen to the 70s, 80s channel. So you just get an odd mix. There's like no definition to like the, the genre. It's just 70s, 80s. So it could be anything. 70s and 80s. You know? What about classic vinyl on there? I like that. I like classic better. vinyl. That's my golf station sometimes. I got the country highway and then I got classic vinyl. Yeah, I like I like that. The classic vinyl and then there's um classic rewind, the cassette one. Classic mm. rewind, yeah, yeah, that one's good too. Cassette era. And then there's um there's that and then Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a great station. Mm. That you really get a good mix. I've never listened to that one. That's a really good one. And then set that's my favorite one. And then there's set the Grateful Dead channel and then seventies. 80s is my new one that they have. They used to have just 70s and 80s. They have those too still, but this one is better because you really don't know what you're going to do. They have at. 90s. I think they have the 90, 90s and 2000s. Like today they're... on 70s, 80s, it went like I Will Survive into Van Halen right now. It was like total, you know, two unrelated songs. How does that I Will Survive song go? It's the. I don't know it. It's like a lady song. Kind that of woman's song. Come on, I don't I know. It's someone singing. I can't do it. What? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway. And Joe's afraid to sing on the show. What was that? Oh, oh I'm not singing on the show. YouTube would cancel it. Oh, my God. What was that? <laughs> That was my lady voice. First, I was afraid. I was petrified. <laughs> oh, from a Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. I don't know how I to hear it. That I've that got all my life to live. I've got all my life to give. And I will survive. <laughs> I will survive. I know it. That's a good song. <laughs> it's not really for guys, though. It's a lady song. Have you, have you seen the movie, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert? No. Good movie. It's an Australian one. Okay. Good story. Sounds familiar. Definitely sounds familiar. What? It sounds familiar. No, yeah. I don't think I've seen that movie. Trying to think. A Guy Pierce, I think, is the main actor in it. Check that out. Back to these games. So, I like the magic. 
Um, that's how we got into this. That's how we got sidetracked. I think the Celtics are still the most overrated public team in the NBA. Them, you know, there's other public teams, but the Celtics are super public. Their defense is just crap. You can't have a defense like that and expect to win on the road or at least cover against anybody. They're, they allow almost 120 points per game. So that means, you know, they would have to score 127, and they average like 100, 113. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. The Magic are decent at defending the three. Well, we talked about this yesterday. The Celtics just leave people wide open to shoot. It's not a good strategy. Magic, as, and the thing is, the, the worst part about this matchup for the Celtics is as lousy as they are at defending the three, right? Over 37% from the floor. The only thing the Magic do effectively is shoot the three. I like the Magic here. I think they got a chance to win this thing outright. It's the only thing they do well is shoot the three. It's the only thing they do well. I mean, defensive rebounding, why? Uh, well, they defensive rebound okay. The Celtics just, they don't bother. They don't even try. They're the worst defensive rebounding also. Stink. I think, like, when you're worst on defense and worst in defensive rebounding, that's a team that just simply puts forth no effort whatsoever. And I think it comes from their leadership and Jason Tatum. I think he's gotten lazy. Outside of that. I think it's a talented basketball player. I also like the Cleveland Cavaliers. You're stealing my picks. It's the Blazers. Got the Wizards against the Raptors, the Nets against the Hawks, the Grizzlies against the Nuggets, and the Timberwolves against the Clippers. Brian, what are you thinking in this mess of games? Oh, a lot of games I like there. I'll try to cut it down to two. I like the Washington Wizards here to end Toronto's hot streak here. I think uh, Washington at home, I, I, I'm not a believer in Toronto yet. They got some nice wins, but uh, I think the Wizards are the real deal. I'll leave it at three and a half. And then the Nets and Hawks. Nets aren't going to get me again. It was still too much love here for the Brooklyn Nets who haven't really turned on the juice yet. Yet, I think this is an important game for Atlanta. I think it's a one-possession game, so I'll take the five. Okay. Rod, how about you? Uh, for me, I'm going to go the other way. I think the Nets are at home here. Uh, they get the job done. You mean the Nets say blow out Atlanta. Atlanta's uh, 0-4 against the number on the road uh, this season. So uh, they play better at home. We know they're not as good on the road. So uh, give me the Nets in that one. And I'm going to back the Raptors. Give me the Raptors plus the three points. Ball, 3-0 on the road, 3-0 against the number. I know the Wizards, 3-0 at home, 3-0 against the number at home. Uh, someone's always got to go. Uh, and it's going to be the Wizards. So give me the Raptors plus the three in that one. Joe. Yeah, Rod and I are on the same page on both of these picks. I love the Raptors tonight coming into this. I think their defense is just too strong for this Wizards team, who 
is also having a struggling um, time on defense themselves. So I think we'll see the Raptors forcing a lot of uh, turnovers and their offense won't be able to score a lot uh, for the Wizards. So give me the Raptors in that one and the Nets. Definitely. I think they come out with a big win at home. They're yet to lose a game at home this season. And I think they win this one big time. Struggling back here. All right. Let's see. I like I like the um I like a lot of these. But um I think the Timberwolves against the Clippers is probably the best of the bunch for these three for the free picks. I don't know. The Clippers just seem to be absolutely lost. They're not playing any defense either. The Timberwolves, it seems that the bad teams become good by playing defense, right? We saw this last year with the Knicks and also the Hawks. We talked about this the other day and talk about it all the time. I love defense. Every sport. But um, it's weird because people can bet on a starting pitcher, but they can't look at the defense of a football or basketball team. It's crazy, right? It's like, it's like they'll lay, they'll bet their, they'll base their entire bet on a starting pitcher, but won't look at defensive statistics. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, tell me about it. Like not looking at a bullpen's ERA. You know, it's like I don't know. You got a starting pitcher that goes five innings that you're betting on, but you don't look at his bullpen ERA. Anyways. Mavericks versus Spurs. These teams play each other already this season. The Warriors against the Hornets. Now, the Warriors are becoming a Bittler team here um, on us. They're winning You're games, right. not covering. And then the Kings against the Pelicans, who I'm just, I've been sick of for quite some time. You know, it's like, but now that they're playing again and they're back and we're almost 10 games into the season... Um, now I remember just how sick of the Pelicans I am. <laughs> Joe, what do you like here? You sick of the yeah, Pelicans? I, um, yeah, I'm not in love with the Pelicans, that's for sure. But I like the under mostly in the Pelicans and Kings game. I think we see um, defenses come out. These offenses haven't been scoring many points at all. We're looking at a Pelicans team that averages 104.3 points per game and a Kings team that averages 109 points per game. I think the 218 um, total is just way too low. Uh, the Pelicans are for the 4, 2, and 2 to the under and the Kings are four, one and one um, for the under. So give me the under in that one. And then I think I like the Spurs plus the one point there against the Dallas Mavericks. I just really think that they're going to come out stronger in this game. It's going to be a tight one, but I like them plus the one point. Let's change the name of the Pelicans. Maybe I'll feel better about it. You know, they used to be the jazz, New Orleans jazz. Then they sold that team and moved to Utah and they became the Utah jazz. And then, which doesn't make any sense. But, um, you know, New Orleans Jazz makes sense. But there's a lot better names they could be in New Orleans than the than the Jazz, you know. I mean, than the uh, Pelicans. Like, I think their name's holding them down. How about the, I mean, too. 
How about the devils? How about the devils? Yeah, a voodoo related, a voodoo related one. The witch doctors or something like that. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, or the devils because they got the saints, and then you have the devils. You know, so you have something like that, or you have you know, just something. They should be named the devils. Let's start a petition. (laughs) New Orleans devils. That would be great. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I've had it. I've had it with them. Penguins just does not inspire me to um, like them as a basketball team. Pelicans? Yeah. Penguins doesn't do it either. There's a non-flying bird. Rod, what do you like in these games? Ooh. For me, I, I like, uh, I'm going to take the Pelicans. I'm talking about the Pelicans. I'm going to take the Pelicans here. Pelicans 6-0. and Um off of zero days rest. And I know Sacramento 6 0 and 1 in their last seven off of uh, zero days rest. So uh, I think that's too many points for uh, the Kings to uh, try to cover. Uh, I think it's like a three point game at best. So give me the Pelicans plus the five and a half in that one. And uh, same, give me the Charlotte Hornets uh, plus the six in that one. Uh, definitely sprinkle a little on the money. I think they got a chance to outright the uh, Warriors in that one. So I like the Hornets, and I like the Pelicans. I think Rod's been spending a little bit too much time with Ruffalo. It's gone to his head. He's not thinking straight. <laughs> Brian, what do you like in this slot? No, honestly, I think Rod's right on the money here. I, I think the Hornets might be one of the better free picks today. It just uh, Warriors are starting to creep into over overpriced area here at five and a half, six. Uh, Hornets are 4-0, ATS after ATS loss, and uh, Warriors haven't been a good cover team early on in the year. I just think it's a, like I said before, one possession, maybe four-point win here for Warriors. I think you're getting a deal with six, five and a half. So give me Charlotte and the Kings, Pelicans. I just think it's too many points for the Kings. They're my team. They covered yesterday, but uh, I just uh, don't see them as a blowout team. Even the Pelicans at one and seven, I think they can keep it close. I'll take the points. Yeah, I can't stand the Pelicans. Sick of them. I think the Pelicans are my Oklahoma Sooners of the NBA. I think they can just go away. It's done. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I don't know. Zion Williamson's a great player, but it seems like he's always hurt. You know, he's a great player. He's a freak of nature. He's out for at least three weeks. Nah, he's a freak of nature. He's a freak of at least nature. three. Freak of nature. Never plays. Imagine, like, you know, say you're, like, a Pacers, you live in Indiana or something, right? And it's, like, you save up money to buy tickets to an NBA freaking game, which is an arm and a leg to begin with, right? You so oh, I want to see Zion Williamson, you know, the Pelicans are coming, and, you know, this guy just going to show up. Is it a toughness problem? Maybe he's just not a tough guy who goes out and plays through pain. I don't know. I don't know. Why don't you go take a shot at him, see if he, Maybe uh, he's soft. See if he <laughs> Well, you gotta play. You gotta play through some take pain. A poke, the guys take, always hurt every year. Take a poke at him. See, see if he's a tough guy. Or not. <laughs> I don't know. I like looks, guys that play through some pain. It looks like. So. I would guess if they did like a uh, if they did like a MMA uh, you know tournament in the, in the NBA, I would guess he would probably fare pretty well. I would guess he would be the guy that no one wants to fight. Him and Ben Simmons, they don't seem to want to play. 
Who would be the guy you think that would win, like, if they did an MMA bracket in the uh, NBA? I think Zion would be pretty tough to beat. He's super athletic. Because he can jump, you know, and he's big and can jump and probably kick. The backup center on the Sixers, Drummond, he's a pretty strong guy. Yeah. How about Giannis? You think he'd just get cracked and that would be it? He'd just fold? I think he's soft. He's soft. How about, like, in the middleweight division? Like, Steph Curry or something No. No? Steph Curry. (laughs) How about John Morant? You think he... Oh, like why are you a little tough to, you know, be like one of those rodeo cowboys? I don't know. Some other guys. I think Blake, Blake Griffin would uh, beat some people up. You think so? Yes. I, I, think I don't think he's very, I don't think he's soft. I think the <laughs> NBA has some really tough guys in there. Like I'm not talking Jimmy about Butler's like, a I'm not tough. talking about like DeMarcus Basley or something like that. I'm talking about like, you know, some tough guys, you know. Some like, you know, really streets tough guys. <laughs> well Jimmy Butler's not a pushover. I like him. Jimmy Buckets, yeah. He's pretty tough. I mean a lot of these guys come from the inner city, you know, so been around the block. How about LeBron? They're gross. I don't know. They're gross, tough guy. Oh, how about Julius Randle? He'd probably mess somebody up. I'll tell oh, you, yeah. Charles Oakley would have been a good one. Rodman. Yeah, Dennis Rodman never played around. Bill Ambeer. Oh, oh uh, the guy who was um, Joe Dumars. Yeah. Joe Dumars was pretty tough. All right. Who do you think the toughest was? Of all time in the NBA? Yeah. The toughest Mm. guy in the NBA? Yeah. I don't know. Good poll question. It is a good poll question. I think Charles Oakley's up there. Yeah, I might lean towards Oakley. Oh, it would have to be. Ron Artest. Oh, yeah. He had a tempered. (laughs) <laughs> did, uh, yeah, how many fans be. did he beat up in that incident like he, he went into the fans and he like he went into the stands and he started beating up the fans it was like how many of them did he take <laughs> out I mean, the one guy right with the Pistons jersey eating the popcorn he basically cleaned his clock yeah. that was the, that was unbelievable I think Kevin Garnett's a tough guy too Who's the toughest hockey player ever, Rod? Who's the guy? Who's the Ty Domi. Nah, I think Dave nah, Schultz would have packaged in, in, him. In all history, I think Probert. Probert was oh, Probert. a big guy. Yeah. That was Semenko. It was tough. No one, he didn't get in a lot of fights because no one wanted to mess with him. Semenko was a big guy, too. Yeah, yeah. No one wanted to mess with him. Nobody. Ty, he would have killed Ty Domi. Oh yeah, he would have packed. I always Ty, remember Ty Domi. Ty Domi, Ty Domi was like one of those guys that probably in the first half of his career never won a fight. He was in a lot of fights, but never won no, a fight. But he was. Like, hey, you know who was a tough? No, you know who was, was a tough? You know who was a tough guy too? John Cordick. Yeah, Cordick was good. Yeah. 
You've got to put Gordie Howe at one of the top for the Red Wings, Rod. He was a tough guy. Yep. Was a tough guy. Bobby Orr. Bots. But there are guys that Bots. were just fighters. And I think that's the Bots. category here. You know what? But then give me Theo Fleury. You know, what is he? Five, 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 seven. He just threw down with the best of them. Oh. It said Domi had the most career fights in the NHL, 333. Yeah, he was probably like 18 <laughs> and 227 and, you know, in them, you know. Who do you think won the most fights, though, you know, of, of his percentage of fights that he was in? Who was the guy like they just did not? Semenko was the guy. It's like you just did not want to mess with him. He had a bunch of stars. He protected like eight guys. Protected Gretzky, Curry, Messier. I mean, he was the enforcer of enforcers. Dave Schultz is on this list. Oh, yeah. Dave Schultz like, invented the fight. <laughs> invented the hockey. I missed the hockey. I'll tell you who was a good middleweight was Bobby Clark. It's a good middleweight. Bobby Clark, yeah. Good middleweight. And the no teeth in the front, remember? I. Tiger Williams of the Leafs, old old Leaf player. Oh he yeah, was, he was beast. Oh, Tiger Williams. <laughs> <laughs> he was born in the penalty box. It was like he was born. It's <laughs> <in the penalty. laughs> like there's no practice. So you just practice sitting in the box right over there. <laughs> yeah. Where where did Terry O'Reilly play? He's listed oh, as one of the top. So O'Reilly yeah. was on the Bruins. He was the guy that climbed over the glass into the into the stands at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> that was him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tony Twist. He never saw much ice time. They're saying he spent most of his career in the penalty. Yeah, box. he was. I remember him. <laughs> I remember a lot of these guys. I'll tell so you who was a tough guy too, but not really known for it was Cam Neely. It was a tough guy. He's tough. He was tough. Guy, he was yeah. a tough guy. He was tough. Definitely a tough guy. Mark Messier was tough too. Who? Beast. Messier. Yeah, Mark Messier. Messier. Tough. But these they're middleweights, you know. Yeah. Those guys are middleweights. I think the funniest thing I heard last year was um one of my betters had never watched hockey before, and they tuned in to watch a hockey game. And it was a Battle of Alberta, and a huge fight broke out. And they were like, what? There's there's fighting a lot in hockey? Why haven't I known this? They'd never watched a hockey game before, and now instant fan. <laughs> they thought it was just soft, just skating on the ice, and they didn't realize how uh, competitive these guys are. Uh, very competitive. Yeah. What about that massive goalie fight in a Battle of Alberta? That one <laughs> like was a legendary. Fight. <laughs> yeah. Legendary fight. I wish I was at that game. Well, yeah, because he got swapped. It was, uh, was that a couple seasons ago? He's, Calgary yeah, swapped goalies, right? Smith went to Edmonton and yeah. uh, <laughs> Talbot went to uh, Calgary. Talbot's now in Minnesota. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a battle. <laughs> We've got See hockey. the goalies skating across ice at each other. We've got hockey action today. Um, let's see what we got. Not as much as yesterday, four. right? Four, four games. games. Four games. You skipped over college football. Well, we're going to do it. We'll do college football. 
What are you selling today, Brian? I got yeah. my super. I got my super sharp three pack. Trying to build off a winning day yesterday. I got one college football, two NBA plays for forty dollars at PickDogs.com. Yeah, how about these guys? These guys, good fighters. I can't tell who that is. <laughs> yes. It's the. You don't know those guys? Come on, you got to know those guys. Yeah, everybody knows those guys. <laughs> oh, the okay. brothers. <laughs> Got them sitting with Jerry Garcia and Angus Young. Just in case. <laughs> I got How about Phil Housley? Tough guy, Rod? Not so tough. But middle of the pack. Phil Housley. Middle oh, pack. Like... oh, how about Nystrom? Middle. He was a guy. I, I think he's he, he's a guy he, no one wanted to fight. Got some fights in there. Yeah, he was a guy that no. See, there's yeah. certain guys. There are guys that fought all the time, like Ty Domi. And then there's other guys that nobody wanted to fight. Like Semenko. Like, 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 yeah, no, I'm not fighting you. Yeah, like Ty yeah. Domi against Semenko. That would not even been a fight. Would have been over before it started. Who's in my turtle picture? Who is that? Draper that beat up uh, Claude Lemieux? Draper, yeah. I think yeah. it was Draper. Finally got a hold of him. <laughs> yeah. I got the picture right yeah. here, my turtle picture. I don't think it's in the camera view. Yeah. Yeah, Draper. Yeah, I think you can see. It's right over there. I can see it. Lemieux's doing the turtle. Draper's pounding him. Right. <laughs> yeah. The turtle. Anyways, the worst name in sports, the Predators, take on the Oilers, the Blackhawks, one and seven against the Hurricane, eight and oh. LA Kings against the Blues. And we got the Blue Jackets and the Avalanche. Got the team with the worst record. Brian loves this situation. The team with the worst record favored over the team with the better record. Situational game. Joe, what do you think of these four hockey games? Um, I'm looking for the Kings to get an upset at home tonight. I know the St. Louis Blues are playing so well right now, but I think what we're seeing out of the Kings um, is they're continuously improving. We've seen their goalie um he was doing terrible to start the season. I think he allowed, what, seven goals in the first four games. So his record looks kind of skewed. I think the Kings can get this win at home um, against the St. Louis Blues. And then, let's see, I think um, we see the Carolina Hurricanes have a fantastic game. Too much juice here. So I'm looking at a team total over for them. Um, not the full game because we know the Blackhawks finally got a win, but I can't count on them to get the goals needed to get this one over. So I'm going to take the Carolina Hurricanes team total over. So like if there were a song that you would sing along with us to, you know, with what, what might it be? It will take a lot of tequila and then I won't remember the next day. So dun, 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 How about chopsticks? Like when they play chopsticks? Dun, 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 dun. Chopstick. Oh, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. On the piano? Oh, yeah. They do it. At, they're all their organ songs at the hockey game. I don't like, I, I know that some arenas do pump in music too, but most still have the organ, right? Gotta have the organ. Yeah. That's. So part. I will, I will yeah. sing at a game when they've got that music and stuff going because no one can put it on replay and have it forever <laughs> on the internet unless someone's recording me there. 
I do look around. There's also generic happy music, like for the, um, for the, uh, you know, on the organ that they just play. Right? <laughs> just like generic happy music. Well, what about at the games when they play like Sweet Caroline and everyone sings that? That's like ba- that's more baseball. For me, the hockey songs are that I that I think are like the good warm up songs. Uh Black Betty. Right? Oh, yeah. Black Betty. Ram Jam. That one and then Danzig Mother. You always hear a Danzig at uh, hockey games. I don't know why it is. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, is that Danzig? As a matter of fact, it is. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> wow. Whoever's doing the stereos, Danzig fan. Mother! <laughs> hey, that's on my rotation on my... Danzig? IPhone. Yep. Mother? Yep. That's a good one. I got that one on my song list somewhere. Danzig. I'm going to have to Google that one. I actually don't know it. You don't know? Oh, my God. <laughs> Mom likes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dancing? I'm pretty sure that's like a a hockey song that they play at the arena. I'm I'm sure I've heard it. I just don't know it by name. You guys have to sing it for me. It's just how it goes. It's a tough one. (laughs) It's a tough thing. It's dancing. (laughs) Just dancing. No, Danzig. Oh, Danzig. Yeah, D-A-N-Z-I-G. Danzig. She's too young. Mother. I think it's one of those songs that's got the explicit label on it. Stomp and Tom is a big, big it's that's the hockey metal. game, the hockey song. Stomp and Tom. It's a good old hockey game. It's a good old hockey game. It's the best game we can name. You play that one? That's my favorite. Right, you have everyone try to stand up with their beers with no lid, and it's going everywhere. Always a good time. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Whose turn is it, Rods? My turn. And these ones, I like Carolina. Uh, I'll lay the juice with the minus 150 there at the, the Hurricanes over the Blackhawks. Blackhawks got their first win. Carolina's still undefeated. Uh, I think they have no problem getting the win here against the Blackhawks. And uh, I'm going to take the Columbus Blue Jackets uh, plus the goal in half. Uh, I think it was a one-goal game. Anyway, you slice it today between the Blue Jackets and the Avs. Uh not laying minus 200 with the abs. Well, they uh, actually show they can win games two and six on the puck line of the abs. So uh, give me Columbus plus the goal and a half in that one. Brian. Yeah, I agree with Joe on the LA Kings. Uh, one of the better dogs on the board today, but my favorite place, probably the Chicago Blackhawks. I think they broke the seal, got their first win. Hurricanes here. Everybody's making love here to the undefeated Hurricanes laying minus 150. I think the Blackhawks get another W here. I just It's one of those games. Yeah, I like to play crappy teams. It just looks like what a spot for the Blackhawks. <laughs> Ryan likes to make crappy bets. 
<laughs> no, that's not a crappy bet. That line probably won't move much off of 155. I'll be surprised if it goes any higher than 160. But we'll see. I don't see a lot of Mitchie Puck's opportunities here. Maybe on the hurricane on the on the puck line here against the uh, Blackhawks is is the opportunity is the best opportunity. So that'll be just the solo Mitchie Puck's play. Carolina Hurricane on the puck line. Boy, that was was that a good sigh or a bad sigh? I'm trying to bait myself now. Why? I'm just go, mine's purely by numbers. I just look at okay. the board. I don't. You know, I, I just. Don't, I don't listen. I don't, to, like, I don't, listen, I don't like Carolina. I don't listen to you. I don't listen. I think Chicago I don't is a word. better team than they what they've played this season. Well, I don't they care. I just look at the numbers. I just you know. Okay. I just. I. I mean, we're past that point in the relationship. I don't listen to a word. I, say. <laughs> I just look at the numbers. I thought the Chicago Blackhawks and we're way the past that. We're going to listen. Would be two teams to really look at this year. I'm not giving up on the Blackhawks. I just really want to be more empathetic towards Brian this year. It's a resolution. Only Blackhawks wins if you, that you hope that uh, Flurry decides to wake up. But uh, I think the other guys in that so tonight. Lankinen. Oh, even better. Lankinen. <laughs> we'll see. I'll text you later. <laughs> He's even worse. Good luck. Good <laughs> luck. No chance. Hmm. With a hat? <laughs> no. That's not how confident. There you go. We'll show you how confident he's in the black. If the Blackhawks win, Joe has to sing tomorrow. No, I am <laughs> not. There, don't get me involved in your <laughs> dispute. I do not sing in public. I'm pretty sure this is pretty public right here. Could be. Could be. Could be slightly. Could be. Anything that can be used for blackmail. No, no, thank you. We go to college football. It'll be used black. It can be only used for blackmail if you're embarrassed by your singing. Um, I'm extremely embarrassed by my singing because I sound exactly like my mom. The two of us have terrible voices when we sing. It's awful. The dogs leave the room. I'll Everything. be the judge of that. Let's, really let's pick out the dog here. leaves the room. <laughs> <laughs> I am not singing. We are so tone deaf. It's not even funny. But we love to sing. We have a lot of fun doing it together because we know we're bad together. We got the Mac tonight in college football. Um, <laughs> the dogs covered in all three games last night in college football. Two of them winning outright. One of them was didn't was Akron. Just the zips. They fumbled the ball going into the end zone for the go ahead score. Only in, that's part of being an Akron. Anyways, Kent State favored by three and a half points over Northern Illinois, the Huskies. Then Western Michigan, Central Michigan got directional Michigan going on there. Last year that was a doozy. Rod, what do you think of these games? For me, uh, I'm going to go with the uh, over in uh, Kent State and uh, Northern Illinois. You look, uh, both defenses are giving up over 30 points a game. And I know you, you see that both teams are going to run the ball, especially uh, Northern Illinois. That's all they do is run the ball. Run, 
more run, run, run. Yeah, I still think we get over the total. You know, more than enough points to uh, get over the 68. I'm go under in the directional Michigan game. Uh, I think it's a lower scoring game, and uh, that number's too big. Give me the under in uh, the directional Michigan game. Not big on directional uh, Michigan scoring, huh? Brian? Yeah, I like the over in both games, but I think the Kent State, Northern Illinois over is the better of the two overs. Kent State's been involved in games that are very high scoring, 48-38, and then Northern Illinois also last two have been rather high scoring. So I, I think we get over the 70 mark here, I think upwards close to 80 here. So I'll take Kent State, Northern Illinois over. Joe? You know what? I am worried about the over in that one. I know both of you strongly worry, believe Joe. in it. But... Joe, don't worry. We're going to be fine. I am worried about that over because, well, we look at Northern Illinois, and I worry um, on their side putting up those points. There is issues uh, with their kicker, questions if he's going to be able to make it tonight. I see them trying for those touchdowns in situations that they end up not getting it because of the health of him if he does not play. Um, so I think this comes really tight to that total but stays right under it. Here's here's Sam at the beach yesterday. He's seriously concerned. Worried. He is seriously he should, concerned he about him. He should worry about him. He, he really had a he really had a rough go of it over at Kiava Kapu. It was just really he's, he's just really struggling. Yeah, stop worrying about us. We're fine. But uh, anyways, yeah, he hadn't been to that beach in a while. He was oh, a, he looks like he liked it. Lucky boy. He was a sand ball. Um, I like Northern Illinois in this one against uh, Kent State. It seems like a big-time sucker bet. Everyone knows that's what I am. So pretty much uh, right in line with what I am and what I do. I never win anyway, right? So I just asking $2. So take Northern Illinois in that one. I like the over also, because that make, that way it's double square. Might as well go all, all in with both feet. If you're gonna make a square play, you might as well make it as square <laughs> as you can possibly get. I like Northern Illinois. I like the team with the better record, getting points and the over. <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> Oh man, tired. All right, that's about it. Takes us to our parlay section of the show. Rod, you lead us off here with the and for me, we're going to go uh, all all NBA. For me, we're going to take uh, the Raptors plus the crazy points, the Nets that's... minus the points, and the Hornets plus the points. Raptors, Nets, and Hornets. Parlay those. That's a slam dunk parlay. Yep. Posterize yep. your book. Posterize <laughs> your book parlay. Brian, what are you parlaying up today? All NBA dogs. I'll take the Atlanta Hawks plus the points. Cleveland Cavaliers plus the points. And uh, the Hornets plus the points. Hornets, Hawks, Cavs. Joe Madden. And I take the Oilers, the Hurricanes, and then the Brooklyn Nets minus the points. I'm going to take the... Um, 
I'm taking the whoever I said. Oh, Hurricane on the puck line with the with the Cavaliers on the money line and Northern Illinois just to screw it up. I'll take those three. Northern Illinois on the money line as well. So triple uh, a puck line and two money line dogs. It's a real pick dogs parlay right there. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. That was a fun one. Got in pretty brief. Just really stayed on topic today. It was good. Sung a couple songs. Yeah, we got some laughs. We did sing some songs. What was this first song, Joe? Gotta be magic. I can't. How's it go? I can't. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Actually, I'm really terrible at singing songs, too, because. I listen to the beat more than the actual words. So Joe has like a whole new could be part of the issue. Joe's I know fo- like the N word. Joe's phone has like a whole new lineup of songs ever since doing shows with us. It's like, yeah, exactly. Because like, like I remember like the end word at the end of those like songs, like in the chorus. I remember the chorus, but for the rest of it, just that last word. Like you it. have a song that like you ever sing along in the car like with, and then like you're just totally singing, and you you know it's not even the same words, right? It's like you know it's yeah. not even the words to the song. Have you ever seen those um, commonly misheard songs? And then once you hear it, you hear the song that way for the rest of your life. They're all like that for me. I just make them up as I go along. I don't know the words to any of them. I do too. But I say it it confidently so people believe it. (laughs) I can remember my mom singing the song and she thought it was one toe over the line. One toe over the line, sweet Jesus. One toe over the line. (laughs) And then I thought I was like, wow. Oh, you know, you, you know, you're not saying that, right? What do you mean? It's one toe over the line. One toe over the <laughs> line. I'm like, no, it's one toke over the line. One toke <laughs> over the line, sweet Jesus. One toke <laughs> over the line. I go, and you've been singing that loud and proud for years. Oh, no. No. <laughs> oh, that is a good one. I love it's a that. Good way to wrap it up. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Have a great day. I'm going to try and act more professional tomorrow. Um, be sure to uh, smash the like button. We'll be back, Joe Madden and I, for the Office Pool Show. I'll tell you what, if you haven't put your scores in and you think you might have had a bad week, the best record I think I've seen so far is 10 wins. So, um, Really, it was a it was a tough week for for a lot of people in the NFL. I mean, not for me, but for a lot of other people. Just kidding. It's always a tough one. It's always tough. I had the Bengals. I had the Jets. I didn't. I don't see it on. I don't see it on. I don't see it on your. If I would have filled that, if I would have. If I if if I would have. If I would have. If I would have. Oh God! If I would, if I say I would have had the Jets, I would. Here it comes. Where's the stop? Where's the stop picking on Brian? Brian comments. <laughs> if I would, we should we should just have a song that goes "Stop picking on Brian." I'm gonna look at the schedule. People would appreciate. Had last week. <laughs> My favorite thing I used to say all the time is "Would have, could have, didn't." No, I'm gonna. <laughs> never happens. That's why. It's my motto. I live by it. I hear people all the time. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. All these people, like these trolls and stuff that email me. I'm going to. I'm going to. It's like, really shit. Anyways, thanks, everyone, for joining me. Have a great day. Thank you, Joe. Always a pleasure. Rod, it was all right. And Brian, well, 
We did it. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. We'll see you today at about 3.34 o'clock for the Office Poll Show. If you haven't put your scores in from last week, put it in. And, um, yeah, it's a good day. I'm also on the drive-thru tonight. It's a lot of Mitch. It's a lot of Mitch. Yay. Have a great day, everyone.